Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Aquafina. And we are a comic relief for your reality. Shit is real, but it's, it's funny. funny. This podcast represents the opinions of Molly and Aquafina and no way is connected to our employees or associated business partners. This content is for information purposes only. Thank you and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Molly and Aquafina, where we are creating a safe space for all things Black, Black, and more Black. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate all the love and support. This is episode 13. Episode 13, you guys. And as usual, I am beautiful, brown, black, and moisturized. And welcome to episode 13, like Molly just said. And I yeah. am blessed and highly favored. Mm-hmm. Amen. Kando shatata ibobo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's funny. It actually doesn't feel like episode 13. I was listening to uh what is their podcast? Uh Karen Civil and Mingley, and I think they're on episode. They're they're up there. 19 or something. Let me fact check it. And I was just, yeah, they're on episode 19. And I was just sitting there like, oh my God. They've done that many episodes because I think they started New Year's Eve too, or something around that time, or New Year's. I'm like, that's a lot of episodes. That so is a lot of episodes for us to be it at is. 13. I don't know what we're gonna do when we get to 20, but girl, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's a struggle, and whoever said that this type of stuff is easy, it is not because we both were tired this morning. But we can't complain too much because this is the the lifestyle that we're willing to embark on. Like, I I don't know. I don't know how celebrities do it. Like, you get off the plane, you go to the studio, you go to the studio, you go to the radio station. Like, it is, it was a struggle getting up this morning. It's I a struggle. It's, it's, a, it's definitely a struggle in still trying to have a social life, have a family life, and then still work. Because we have nine to five. Like, you know, we are working women two of them. Of two of them. Like, so. two of them. Ankles still swollen from yesterday from standing up all day. But you know what? I can't complain because God just be blessing all the trap niggas. And- blessing. <laughs> blessing, blessing, blessing. But it's fun. It is fun. We will say that. We have no, a really good it's time. Very it's very fun. It's just the, the you got to... The consistency of it. Like, even when you don't feel like it, you have to. But, friend, we've been consistent. We have yet to say, because, you know, we be on some bullshit. We, no, we, we, we be on some straight bullshit. Like, no, not today. We have yet to. We may have pushed the date back, but yeah. we managed to create and produce bi-weekly. Yeah. And we even had to do it early one week. What was that? Last episode, we had to do it early. We had to record early. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, we here. We are here today, and, and we, we, we just here. <laughs> we, we here. We may want to be somewhere else right now, but we are here, and it's going to be a journey, especially since the summer is looking real New Yorkish. That's all I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to tell you about my new experience at Starbucks. Oh, you know how tell. we normally get. Um, I think it's passion fruit and mango. No, you normally get passion fruit and mango. Which one do you get? The lemonade and mango. That's it. So I ventured out and got the pink drink. <gasps> the one that looks cloudy? The one that looks cloudy. <gasps> the 
What is it? Do tell. So it is an adult. Remember the um the Nestle Quick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's made with coconut milk. You can get it made with coconut. I'm not sure if they give you another base option, but it's made with coconut milk. And they add strawberries and the coconut. I mean, they add strawberries and like a strawberry syrup to it, I guess. Fine, I don't it, know it if I like this like anymore. An adult quick drink. Never it looks mind. like it. It kind of smelled like it. And it was, it just took me back to my childhood. Don't take me back. I don't want I didn't like the chocolate one as a child. And I only, I think I only probably was drinking it because my brother was drinking it. But yeah. And I say that to say I'm going to stick with the mango. Exactly. Refreshing. Exactly. Yeah, because I, I don't, first of all, I don't want my drink looking cloudy. And I don't want you putting ice cubes in my cloudy drink because I'm sure you had ice cubes, friend. Yeah, it was ice cubes. Exactly. And you're mixing milky with ice. It doesn't sound like a party in my mouth. I'm so, wait, you don't like milk with your, you don't like ice with your milk? Well, I don't drink milk. Well, like, even if it's like almond milk or coconut milk. I do have ice, but I feel like, Ice coffee is like different. Like you're just <laughs> yours is just like a, a milky mess. I don't yeah, want it. It is definitely milk. But I cannot drink any kind of milk unless it is almost like frozen. So I just started eating cereal as an adult and I put ice in my cereal. I mean, I heard of it. That's not or I let the um, I put milk in a cup and let it sit in the refrigerator till it gets like slushy and then I'll eat cereal. Well, I eat cereal with oat milk. I don't yeah. drink milk. Oat milk is good. Yeah. Oat milk or almond milk. Um, yeah, no flavor. Just plain. Y'all start getting ghetto when y'all start making shit chocolate. And- oh, girl. Well, I'm tapping on the door of ghetto because I only like the vanilla one. Oh, this shit is beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> I only like the vanilla one. So gross, yo. <laughs> So gross. Y'all are supposed to drink it with plain almond or oat milk. No. Why are y'all like, being this way? What I like hell? a splash of vanilla, Yvonne. And it makes my smoothie just that more enjoyable. That's a smoothie. I'm talking about cereal. Oh, well, I mean, I don't really eat cereal all the time. But if I do, I live because a, I'm just like not cooking that day. And I'm just like, I'm going to eat cereal. I live for a good frosted flake. I know it's not good for me, but... Mm. I live for a is good frosting. Is that really cereal? <laughs> At this point, I don't even know. It's probably dessert. They're and great. I have to, <laughs> <laughs> and I always have to wait till it gets real soggy. Like, oh no! Now that's beneath me. Yeah, soggy I gotta wait cereal? till. Cereal? Oh. Yeah, I love soggy cereal, especially when I used to eat fruity pebbles when I was little. Oh my god! Oh. Ew! Do you like yeah. soggy bread too? Ew! Hell no. Okay, because I know some people that like purposely mm-hmm. wait for their bread to get soggy before they eat it. Well, no, because I really don't eat like when I eat bread, it'll be like from a restaurant. So like a loaf of bread, I don't really eat that. All like that. I can, I'm trying to remember the last time I had a slice of bread. I actually I don't even buy bread. I can't remember the last time I actually purchase bread oh i'm lying well is that i mean it's because it is bread but sourdough bread when i make my um avocado toast but i haven't made that in a week and the bread's still in the refrigerator so yeah i got sourdough bread but other than that i really don't buy bread because i don't make 
sandwiches. I don't eat lunch meat, so I don't know. All right. Well, sorry, you guys. We've been on like this <laughs> this unnecessary rant, but I don't even know how we got there. But yeah, me neither. let's get into some politic news. So our president and vice president mm-hmm. have been just roaming the earth, going from <laughs> sea to shining sea. And our good, good uh, president decided to tell us that he is going to donate 500 million COVID-19 vaccines. And I'm here to tell good old Joe he can donate 501. You can take mine. Two. Take mine too. <laughs> take mine too, dear God. You can take mine for right now and I'll call you if I need it back. Nope. Don't call me back. Matter of fact, I, it's, a, it's one line. I don't even got a three-way, two-way. I don't got none of that. Don't call me. Don't call me. So, yeah. Um, you know, I I feel like the United States is always a place that is... A shit show. Oh, yeah, that too. And willing to help other places. And not to say that other places don't need it. You know, you help someone, they can help you back. But I always think about how there are so many people right here in our own country mm-hmm. that is in need of so many things. And they don't get what they need. So like me, like me, like you and so many other people, <laughs> but I just say, I guess shout out like, to Joe Biden for the good deed. I don't even know. Like, it's not even a good deed. Like wh- where does it come from? That's my, my point. Like where do y'all be? And why do you have so much? It's such a shortage, uh, quote unquote, but like, where do y'all be pulling this shit from? Yeah. Who sat there and counted 500 million right like Like, where does it come from you have so many people suffering from other things and mysteriously y'all just pull 500 and what was the number again well he said 500 million but i'm telling him it can be 500 million and one (laughs) yeah like 500 million vaccines like you got people with aids you got people with diabetes you got people with cancer you got people with with lupus you got people with High blood pressure. You just—it's so many things. So many. But y'all can find five hundred million vaccines to ship off. That's gonna do God knows what in the end to these people. Like the uh, the pharmaceutical company is man. It's a booming business. So when you start giving people medication to treat what is actually wrong with them without them having side effects because you treat one thing yep. and then it alters something else. Yeah. So I've never heard anyone say we're going to give everybody that needs medication for AIDS or mm-hmm. even say now and confess that there is a cure for AIDS. Like it you don't even is. hear you don't hear that. The same thing with cancer. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if those type of medicine was accessible and people could get the medicine that they need to cure these things that I don't truly believe cure it. is curable, but you can't do that when you're making so much money and such and a high profit off of these people. Same thing with the whole cancer thing. You got, what is it? Susan, what's her name? Susan, uh, Susan G. Coleman, I believe. You have them raising money for people with cancer and breast cancer, but y'all got cheese and yogurt cheese and stuff. And yogurt. In the damn supermarket and how y'all market is if somebody buys a portion of the proceeds goes to the people with cancer, 
But y'all giving niggas the cancer. Like, she's giving them the cancer. <laughs> they had this one um, campaign, I think it was called Let's Lick Breast Cancer. So every time you board the cup of yogurt, you could like lick the top and then sit like, the top. What? Like, it's mind blowing how they promote the things that is a tribute to the sickness. To the sickness, though. Make it make sense. It how doesn't. they still give children milk, whole milk. Whole milk. Every meal. Every meal you get milk. They get it for breakfast every day, okay? Every day. Every day. Every day. It's just, ah, uh, this, mm, it's a business. I get it. It's a business and it's booming. But it's just crazy because the more and more I read up on stuff like this and hear the stuff that's going on, it's just like, L'Oreal or Aquafina. Y'all, by this, by this time, y'all already know I'm L'Oreal. L'Oreal. <laughs> L'Oreal, you really have to double down on being like full vegan or full plant-based or something because like... Even with that, even with that, it's still... No, and I mean like, I mean like vegetables and fruit, like stuff on the lines of that, period. You would have to get your own seeds. And I think that it's some type of law... We will, we can um, look into it that prohibits people from getting like original seeds to plant to get what fruits, seriously to get the fruits and vegetables. You probably, as a regular American citizen, probably can even get your hands on it. I'm sure if we go down to Virginia somewhere in the country, oh somebody grandma would probably got it sit on the shelf. Yeah, I could probably get it from <laughs> in my kitchen, from my my mom's property or something like that. I'm sure I could go down there and get some seeds, and some things. It was an old farm, so but right here in the we, city. How can y'all no. do that? They are disrespectful. Nobody wants us regulate. to live. That's how Nobody you can control the masses, you know. So even being sh- a strict um, vegan or vegetarian is still like, well, where are you getting to produce? Where are you getting this from? Where are you getting the watermelons with no seeds? If the watermelon has no seeds, then how did you grow the watermelon? Oh, no, my watermelons be having seeds. If you have grapes with no seeds, like how do we get the grapes? So I mean, yeah. well, you know, we love them cotton candy grapes. But oh, other no, than I eat that, them. <laughs> Favorite grapes. <laughs> it's not real, you know. Like how do you we know it's cotton? not real? I don't remember a cotton candy grape. <laughs> they good though. My friend Bob, he talking about some. All right, it's a cotton candy grape, but what makes it cotton candy? I said, I don't know. Maybe they inject it with something. Oh, I just they know. definitely. They definitely. <laughs> I just know the fucking grape tastes like cotton candy, and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> The same thing with the um the little halos. It's no way that every time I eat Shut one, up. it's good. No. Have you ever no. have you even noticed that? Have you ever had a bad halo? I have, but they all have seeds, so I just thought it was a real thing. No, I think it's like marketed for for children to get children to want to eat. Oh God, the fruit. But I've never had a bad halo. Everyone tastes. Oh no, I've consistent. had a bad. I've had a bad halo. Never before. had it. And maybe because it wasn't a halo, it was a. A choo-choo, like whatever they call it when you get like <laughs> a choo-choo. You know how they got like frosted hoops or like hula hoops? Like, <laughs> I got it. It wasn't Halo. It was like a choo-choo, like one of them non-name brand. That's probably why I was a bad That's one. I need, I need to stick to the Halos or the cuties. And yep. the cuties and the Halos. See? That's my problem. That's my motherfucking problem. None of it's real. But yeah, that's crazy. So Biden, I don't, I don't trust y'all. I ain't trust y'all to begin with. But um, even more, I, I just don't trust y'all. 
the whole thing is just shaky, sketchy, and it's just too much. It's stressful. And it just makes me think if it's like 500 million vaccinations that y'all are shipping off, it's going to be 500 million problems really soon. (laughs) Really soon. It's going to be a whole bunch of underlying illnesses and issues going on. Soon come. Mark my word. I'm trying to tell y'all. And and that's not to discourage nobody. I'm just saying for once. Absolutely not. Not to discourage anyone. Use your brain. don't, Don't be afraid to question things. Question things. You need to question anything where there is still a potential for you to become sick even with the medicine, even with the alleged cure. That's all I'm saying. And it it makes it harder to decide to be vaccinated or not to be vaccinated because there's so many mixed messages. So Mm -hmm. if I am vaccinated, there is still potential for me to become infected with COVID. I guess it just lowers the chances. Yeah. And then if you travel, some places still want you to have a negative test. And mm-hmm. I think if you were to make it a little bit easier, people may be more inclined to be vaccinated. Okay, so if I'm vaccinated, I don't have to wear my mask. I don't have to have a negative or a positive test, whatever, to travel from country to country. It's just when there's so many stipulations still with being vaccinated, it's kind of like, well, why am I being vaccinated again? Right. So I am still, <clears throat> I'm on the fence. I'm still wearing my mask. I know that the city opened up yesterday fully and y'all are back in the boogie down business. But um, yeah, no, thank you. No, ma'am. No, thank you. No, ma'am. Um, I'm still going to wear my mask. It's not coming off. So get used to it. I mess around and have like a permanent tan line around my mouth and that's fine too. It's perfectly fine. And again, it's not too... <laughs> discourage anyone from being vaccinated i know so many people that are um friends family co-workers but you know make a decision that is best for you and your health concerns and your beliefs you got to do what's best for you it makes you feel comfortable so since we're on the topic of covid i'm just gonna go ahead and talk about the cdc and how they were set to hold an emergency meeting Following increasing cases of heart inflammation in those who've taken Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, the vaccination numbers are rising, of course, but new side effects are raising concerns. According to the CDC, there are 226 reports of these concerns, um, inflammation of the heart muscle, and now y'all get my point, exactly what I mean. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of stuff out here that can cause issues, medicine that can cause issues. I get it. But this specific vaccination is causing a lot, a lot of issues. And I think a lot of of that has to do, it's it's still new. So when you ask people what are the long-term effects, they really can't tell you because we haven't been long-term. Exactly. It was too fast. It was too quick. Too quickly. And then my next thing, I don't know if I should have put them under dumbass dares, but um, Washington State adopts the joint for jabs as an incentive program for marijuana pre-rolls in exchange for getting the vaccine. 
Well, so they'll. <laughs> I'm sorry, where? Where is that? <laughs> Washington State. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They will allow for state licensed cannabis retailers to provide one pre roll to people who've received the vaccine. Y'all so you doing mean, anything now? You mean to tell me that you have people that are incarcerated and in jail, and y'all niggas is just out here providing pre rolls yeah. just so niggas can take a vaccination? Yeah. Get them people out of jail and stop playing in my face. Because at this point, y'all playing in my face. Y'all are doing any and anything for people to become vaccinated to the point that it's alarming and it's scary. It is scary, especially when you have the lottery. You can win millions for being vaccinated. You can get a pre-roll for being vaccinated. You like, get a day off for work for being vaccinated. Yeah, multiple days off for being like it. Y'all are scaring me, bro. It's one thing they can do that I will run, and that is forgive my student loans. Forgive them all, friend. You get the vaccine, you fuck around and won't even make it to see the the, the student loans disappear. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna pull through. <laughs> <laughs> Pay off a mortgage. To give a right. student loan. Give me a small business loan that you're not going to come back and try to take from me. Shit, but then that's not a loan. Give it a grant. Give her a business grant. <laughs> give me a grant. <laughs> but no, it's like getting scary because y'all are just doing any and everything for people to be vaccinated. It's like. What are y'all doing? It's almost like y'all begging. You're begging us to get vaccinated. Why? Leave us alone, yo. <laughs> Leave us alone. I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm just over it. What else do we have? I'm over the COVID shit. <laughs> but yet, every episode, there's still something to talk about. <laughs> Because we just got to make sure these people know what's going on. Y'all out here wilding. Where the fuck is Biden? Like, what what are y'all doing up there? Who's pressing the buttons? Oh, I think we have... uh, Let's dip into Black culture. Well, as you know, let's just say um, congratulations to the class of 2021 into the class of 2020 because I feel like you guys were definitely cheated out of a moment yeah and me too so so I recently read an article about two young ladies one Ikara Washington she was the valedictorian and Layla Temple she was the salutatorian at West Point Mississippi High School these two phenomenal black women um, had the highest quality point average, which is the QPA. They were told that they now will have to share that platform with two other students who have higher GPA. Now, as I'm reading this, I'm like, QPA, GPA, what's the difference? <laughs> like, I, was waiting you? For you. I was waiting for you to explain the QPA one. Right. So the QPA is just the highest quality point average. But when you use the word quality... Who cares? What are you what are you assessing with that? So then you yeah. go to say that these two other students who were white students, we have to add them. Because there's no way we can have two black female students be the top of their class. It's no way that that's possible. So we have to go back and revise the handbook and change some things because we can't have that. But y'all can. God and y'all forbid. should have. 
we let two Black women shine for their hard work in surpassing all of their classmates. So they go in, make some corrections, and decide to say, well, we have two other students, and they have the highest GPA average. Their parents were not having it. Please go recount it. Look at it again. You forgot my child. No, they didn't. They didn't. Akira and Layla showed up and showed out, and y'all just could not. It doesn't matter what we do, how we do it. It's never good enough. Never let us have our moment. It's never good enough, and we never can have our moment to ourselves. It's always something to discredit or belittle us in the process of congratulating us and patting us on the back. Congratulations, but no, let's just have the congratulations. So when you read the article, they put the two additions that they added, they put their names first. Then they put the two black girls. That is so fucked up. And it's like, why? Why? Why is this still a thing? Why are we still here where we cannot just receive our congratulations by ourselves? You know what? Dr. Umar, I know we said this before, but um, I'm patiently waiting on the Marcus Garvey Academy. And while you're at it, can you do the Marcus Garvey University? <laughs> yes. Marcus Garvey Bank. Because we, we won't have to worry about any of this because it'll be a whole bunch of black boys and black girls right. with high honors at that uh, university with a high GPA. Okay. I just think it's sick. It's sick. It is. It's the system. It's the way it's, the way it's set up. It wasn't, it wasn't created intended for us in the first place. So... The world we living in. Well, congratulations to you two young ladies for all of your hard work over the past four years because it's been a rough road and you guys made it. You guys have. All right. And I have P. Diddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, P. Diddy announced that he was creating a digital marketplace for Black-owned businesses and it will allow consumers to buy exclusively from Black-owned businesses. It will provide a list of things such as like beauty, fashion, art, health, and wellness products. And I thought that that was dope. I thought it was dope because I know that there is a platform similar to that one that's out on Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. But being as though it would be something from Diddy, it would be able to become more mainstream. Yeah. And people will be able to pick up on it more. I know that he's not the first person that came up with this idea, but uh, being as though that it's coming from him, it would be easier to market. So if I'm here you for are, it. yeah, if you are a person with a, a business or a small business, black owned, um, I think that would be really, really dope to put that on his platform to generate some type of money or exposure. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool. It kind of sort of makes me think about when Beyonce used her platform, her website or something to like shed light on businesses. And she put a couple yeah. of Philly businesses on her website too when she was doing it. So I think it's kind of cool. I think that's cool. And then I have uh, Mary J. Blige, her My Life documentary that will be dropping on Amazon. I thought that that was cool too because if you don't know Mary's story, she has a story. She has a story. I mean a story. 
So I hope that whoever's directing it, creating it, writing, shooting, whatever, I hope that they do a good, good job and get all the details. And I'm looking forward to to watching it on Amazon Prime. Get your Amazon Prime accounts, you guys, so you can watch some stuff with us. Yeah, and just keep on adding money so he can go back and forth to outer space. Now, all right. I I wasn't sure if we was going to talk about this right now, but no, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> okay, we I do not. I, I love just, I love Amazon. It has I love never, Amazon too. It has but, never done me wrong. But your niche is your niche. Marketing, yep. marketing, and providing jobs and being innovative with your platform. That is your niche. I don't want to see you traveling to fucking Pluto. Okay. Just to travel. You know how long it takes to get to outer space. Do you know how long <laughs> like, it takes? It takes it, up here. It's not like going driving down the expressway, going to South Street. You don't sightsee. I think it just you <laughs> don't sightsee. Okay. <laughs> it's not what you think, bruh. That's why astronauts train for years yeah. with NASA and making sure they are prepared. For that, it's a thing. Do you know what you have to eat, my nigga? You- I'm sure there are astronauts <laughs> right now sitting there with their head they looking in their exactly, hands, looking exactly how you just look with their head trying on. to figure out what why happened did, to the science does, world. Why does why does nigga want to go? <laughs> like, up, what are you looking why? for? What are you looking for? Do you know it's a possibility that your ass may not come down? Why can't you just <laughs> name a star? Name the galaxy. Why do you have to go to it? Orion's Bell. <laughs> Why do you have to travel? I'm to okay space? with sitting outside my blanket and saying, oh, look at the Amazon stars. Like, okay. I'm okay with that. Oh, that's a Jeff Bezos. Yes. <laughs> Why do you have to get in this, this aircraft and, and, and shoot and who's up? Who's taking you? Who's the driver? Who is ta- How much are you going to pay this person? Who's all over there? <laughs> Like, what? Who else? Who all no, coming? No, thanks. And that's the question that you're going to have to ask if you are the person flying a damn aircraft, if I'm saying the correct term or word for it, using the correct term. Who? Jeff who? And you know why we don't know? Because we're not astronauts. They worked so hard for that. They, it is so disrespectful to their craft and their job that you are just going to get in this ship, this spaceship. Somebody please signal Kanye West College Travel Spaceship. Why is this man getting on here with us? Because I know you're getting on with other people. You can't get on that spaceship by yourself. You can never take me to outer space. I get on there, they like, okay, time for takeoff. And they start counting down. I'm like, wait, 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 I forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't to get shit. Let me off. Let me off. <laughs> hey, I forgot my charger. Can you even First use all, your phone? <laughs> I don't even know. Aren't it, it like you have to be buckled down because your ass will float. Like that's all it takes is for my ass to float one good time. And I don't like the feeling. And then you passing me this bag of fucking stale ass something. Cause you know, that's another thing. They got to feed you like space food. Like what is it called? Like I, I don't want diaper. I don't want to this, the this beef stroganoff. It's cubes, crunchy cubes. I don't want it. Everything just floating. Floating in the air. 
floating in the air. No phone. We ha- I have to fact check that. If you can have a phone, is there a charging port? Can you still be on Instagram? Can you call your mama? Can you phone home? Can you like, phone home? I want to know how do you feel once you return to Earth? Because you've been going. What is it? What is it like in space? Space years, times, right? Time, so, like. I don't even know. I don't even know how long. I'm going to look it up. How long it takes to get to... I know um, it's years. It has to be like, or maybe not years, but days. No, it's probably years. How long does it take to get to space? Okay, so so it says the trip takes around seven months, a bit longer than astronauts currently stay... On the International Space Station. First of all, I never knew that that was a thing. Um, the precise duration of each journey depends on when it is taken because both Mar- Mars and Earth orbits are not perfectly circular. The time it takes to travel between them varies from six to eight months. So I'm going to you. <laughs> it takes you six to eight months to get there. So then how long do you stay? And where do you plant this? I want to call it a hoverboard. Where do you plant this damn space? And what do you do while you're there? Because again, you're going probably for the experience, but are you looking for anything? Like, are you going to take like the science part of it? First of all, I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. I am not traveling 300 million miles, 480 million kilometers for me to see some freaky alien shit that I don't want to see. Okay. Because, because now I'm going to want to go home. You and I'm, I'm going to want to go home instantly. Okay. Because you don't belong there. You don't belong there. And that's there. just it. It's going to take you months to run away from somebody. Maybe done killed your ass with instant acid slime. Like, like, like the Spider Man. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, you don't belong there. And I am a person that believes that we are not the only living beings. Oh, absolutely not. Period. So you don't see them coming down here messing with us. Don't you go over there messing with them. Okay. That's the real question. Who all over there? Who Before all over there? you go. Jeff, you need to ask them who who's all over there. Can we can we um talk to the White House and dig who's up in charge some? of the playlist? Like, how does this work? <laughs> nah, I would be I would be mad as fuck if I had to drive him there. Like if I, <laughs> I right, yeah, you sleep if they say right here because it got to be a straight ride. You just go because you got to think about it. That's your job. So can you really tell them no? They're asking you to drive Jeff where you need to drive him to. You gonna say no if that's yeah. what you do for a living? I'm gonna have to put my PTO time in for that one. That's even if you have like that's even if you have PTO time. <laughs> See, I bitch and complain about taking the flight to California all the time. It's like five hours. That's different. You so know, can you imagine going. being on a spaceship for months at a time trying to get to that one destination, and then it's a possibility that you may not return. You may not return. Anything can happen. To this damn spaceship while y'all are driving. Keep in mind, seven months. Y'all drive. Where y'all getting gas from? Oh, I, like, I was just about to say that. Like, how much? <laughs> like, 
Do y'all like fuel this motherfucker up before it takes off? So then you have to keep the fuel on the spaceship because where you getting gas from when you get there? It ain't no gas stations up there. (laughs) No, that's not like those fucking fools. This is not how it works. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? That's okay because I'm not an astronaut. It's not our ministry. It's not our ministry. I don't care if I sound stupid. I got questions. <laughs> I got questions. Oh my God. If he's, well, no, he's not married anymore, right? Then he get a divorce. I was going to say, if he was married, look, wife, you better start pulling out all types of um, insurance policies, money all on type. top of money, wills, trust, everything. Okay. Like, and you can not even say that's an accidental death because he chose to take his to answer go. out of things. Okay. And my, but my question to him would be, you're going out there. Um, yes, you have the, the funds, the financial means to do so. You could do whatever the hell you, hell, you probably could put a fucking Amazon on Mars and hire the aliens to run the bitch while you come back to earth. Yep. That's how much money you got. What is your plan once you get there? What what are you trying to do? Is it something that we need to know about here on Earth? <laughs> like, is it? I watch too many movies. Are you going out there building homes and shit and habitats <laughs> in case something happens? And I'm happens? okay with it. You go right out there and you build your community and I want you to come back here, gas up all these spaceships and take all your friends with you. Take them all. Every single last one of them. Shoot they asses tomorrow. I don't care no, what y'all got to do. Take the oxygen tank, whatever. <laughs> Get there, stay there. No, but I listen. All right, if that's what he's going to do and they okay it, and NASA okays it, they probably will okay You got a whole bunch of money. All you do is throw some money at them. Here, I'm trying to go to Mars. Here goes one billion, whatever. That should cover you guys for the next year or two. Because NASA look like they need all the resources and money to do the shit. Absolutely. But you could still make a donation. But I just feel like it just takes away from the astronauts. You know? It's, it's, like, it's disrespectful. It's kind of disrespectful. I would never yeah. go into a hospital like, oh, I, I saw how to do that on YouTube. I can do it. Right. I can I'm be a doctor now. You Let know? me play with your heart. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, again, like I said, who the hell is going to be on the spaceship, the spacecraft, whatever y'all call it. I'm going to figure out next time when we record, I'm going to sound real smart because I'm going to know the proper terminology for all of this shit. <laughs> I'm going to be a motherfucking astronaut. Okay. Nostradamus the ne- next time we talk. Yep. Now, then I'm going to get a NASA sweatshirt. I am NASA. That's what the sweatshirt is going to say. Come At get this me, point, Jeff. I, you know. Jeff, I'll ride with you. Forgive all my student loans. <laughs> Do you know the price that of that seat that they still have open? He got Millions. the money. He got the money to pay for us. He's auctioning it off. Listen, you pay my student loans. I take the whole damn seven seven month trip with you. But friend, you may not return to even enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? That's perfectly fine. The aliens will like me. Okay. I'm going to get up there and be like, I'm not trying to bother any of you guys. Nope. <laughs> and they're going to look at you like, why is she talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we have next? 
Um, I don't know. We're kind of all over the place today. Was it dumbass there? We could have put Jeff under there, but I mean, we spoke a little bit too soon. We could probably put him on a, a sick and shut him. Let's keep him in Because he is sick. He don't need the prayer, though, but he is sick. Yeah, he's leaving this month to go. I wonder so. what his kids think. Dad, you're a dickhead. Just stay here. <laughs> you got Amazon. <laughs> we got boxes. We got tape. The fuck is up there, Dad? <laughs> like... I'll be cursing my dad out. Yeah, I'm going to Mars. The fuck? Why? To do what? <laughs> to do what? It's just, Why? I don't know. People just do crazy. When you have money, I guess maybe this because I can't wrap my head around the things that people do. Nah, it's just some shit. I, I still wouldn't do it. I, I, I always say that. And I mean, it's just certain shit that I'm not going to do when I become wealthy. Okay? And... Throwing away my, well, it's two things. And it, one is traveling to fucking Mars or space. The second thing is jumping out of a plane. Now, I know people do it. Kudos to y'all. I'm just not doing it because I will be the one token black that jumps out that damn plane with that man. And some shit don't work. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought about jumping out of a plane no someone asked me to go and do it and i said no it's okay you do it i i'll watch you from the ground i don't look to get like thrills like i'm not looking to get on roller coasters or jump off of things when i was younger roller coasters were my thing but as i got older and the machines start like giving out and people started flying out of shit i'm like "Mm." the final destination shit is not for me Mm-mm. Now, I know we take a life gamble anyway with life, period, every day. But just some shit I'm just not going to put myself in a position to, <laughs> to kick the bucket for. Like, <laughs> I'm just not. But um, what else do we have? What do you have for? I have tech. Well, I have tech news. Tech news. Okay, come on. Yeah, so for tech news, I have Apple. They're about to do a new update that allows you to find your iPhone when it's stolen, even when the phone is powered off or when the data is erased from your device, which I think is key because you lose your phone and your phone die. Can you really find your phone until they turn the motherfucker on to charge it? Could you imagine? Um, Okay. Give me my phone. Give me my damn phone back. <laughs> Give me my phone back. Oh, well, I don't have it. Oh, no. but you do. Because <laughs> Apple told me you do. I'll never forget somebody took my phone, right? And I tried to, like, track it on a computer. And then it told me that once the person turns the phone on, it would like signal like some type of signal and I would be able to get their location. And I was salty because the person turned the phone on and they must have turned it on and heard the signal and then turned the motherfucker back off. So I was never able to get that phone. So that's why I think it's a good idea that they're doing this new update. Take us on my phone. It's like taking their identity. So much of our personal information. Yeah. Is in the phone. That's why I kind of like to keep my phone. I mean, you know, niggas do wild stuff. So that person just took my phone and 
Unfortunately, I was never never able to get it back. And that is perfectly fine because niggas got new phones, new phones and bigger phones. I'm talking on an iPad and tablet now. <laughs> I ain't want that small ass phone anyway. Well, shout out to Apple. Come through Apple. Come through Apple. They also are having another update too that's going to allow like when you're on FaceTime for me to like share my screen with you, like scroll through Instagram so you can like see it. Or if I wanted to show you like a PowerPoint presentation, it would let me do that. And it can be like one or two or three of y'all on oh, at a time. So Apple said Zoom, huh? Okay. Which is very, very, very good. Because if you could do that from your phone and you don't need to fuck a computer, computer who? Yeah. I can show y'all this presentation from my phone. All right? Damn. But dumbass dear. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to try to say this without judgment. So, my dumbass dear goes to the man in Detroit who won the lottery for 30K and then turned around and bought a 20K chain and got robbed at the gas station for said chain right after purchase. Okay? But the the dumb part was the man was at a gas station that was known for robbing of jewelry. And he knows this because he lives in the area. And he's probably done a few robins himself. And he said specifically when he was uh, talking to the reporter and a news person that, you know, this area is known for that. And, you know, I was looking around and trying to, you know, make sure nobody was. Why, sir? Why would you wear the chain there? Not only why would you wear the chain, but why would you spend 20K on a chain? Why? I put on all my jewelry just to go to the bodega. <laughs> Maybe he... I don't know. Just, oh, it just doesn't make sense. I, just, I wish... I just want so much more for our Black people. I don't see me... And I know people do it. They win money. They spend it on stupid shit. And then had no money or they win money and just spend it on stupid shit. But I don't want you to win the lottery for 30 K and spend 20 K on a chain. You only have 10 K left. What the fuck are you doing? How heavy is a 20 K chain? Like how does that feel around your neck? First of all, well, no, you really couldn't see the chain like that. Cause they showed you the video footage of him being robbed. So he was like stumbling into the gas station, the doors, the people in the gas station was backing up. Nobody tried to help his big ass. And I wouldn't have tried to help him. They ended up snatching the chain and running off. Like you, sir, this could have been avoided. You wasted your money. You wasted your money. So yeah, how often you get a chance to hit the lottery. And it's not often that you hit at least for 30K. 30K can be life-changing to some people. You it can. can. Really, you can really flip that. You can change your life. You can flip that. You can pay something off. You can purchase something that you need if you have kids. Like you can huh, take 6K and put it into an IRA account. Set your children up. You know? Okay. It's a lot you can do with it. I mean, and by the some, time they're like lot, but. 20 or something, they can have like a million dollars in there. Like you, like... I just wish, and I know everybody doesn't think how we think or think how other people think. And they're not at that level of understanding sometimes. And they didn't reach that point. But I be wanting so much more for us. And the fact that you spent your money on it and then got robbed for it. 
It's just like, bruh, I would cry. I would go in the car and cry because that's 20K that you're not about to get back. The cops damn sure ain't going to give it to you making your police report, even if it is caught on camera. Ah, you just, you lost 20K. Easy. And you didn't even have to gamble it away. When I'm lying, you did. You took a life gamble. You got out at the gas station where they were known for robbing. And now you are chainless, moneyless, hopeless, and just less. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks to be you. Speaking of money. Oh, shit. So... (laughs) I recently watched an interview um, with author and podcaster Coleman Hughes. Every time you say author, I think of fucking Arthur with the glasses, <laughs> like in DW. But you're saying author. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So he had um, an interview where he discussed his stance on being against giving reparations to Black Americans. <sighs> so Kind of in some, he's saying that we are too far, too far down the line to receive the payment. Like it didn't happen to us. There's no such um, thing. Why should we have it? So I just want to say that I completely, completely disagree with that statement. Um, I think it's kind of an ignorant and dumb thing to say. Very. Now, black people, we are born into trauma. We have heard stories from our grandparents. We have seen it in news and in books about how we were treated. And to say that we are too far removed. No, if you look at us and see where we are right now, it's a direct correlation to being enslaved for years. Mm -hmm. We, the Black people, have been the ones who created what we see now as America, the mistreatment, the abuse, along with many other things. It's just give us our money. Yeah. We built the railroads. We started the business. We We built the whole country. You took so many of our ideas and passed it off on yourself where our opportunity for generational wealth was just stripped from us. Tulsa, prime example. Give those people (sighs) their money. They and had the, businesses, booming businesses that they yep. started. And here we go again. You don't want to see us succeed. So you took it away from us with no repercussions at all. And here we are years later trying to explain to people, no, there was a Black Wall Street. Look like they literally the had a community. They had community. schools. They had, sh- uh, what is it? Shoe shops. They had banks. Creators. They banks. had... Um, what is that post office like a their own post office like they really legit had their own whole strip community of black businesses that were flourishing that were booming and they kept their dollar circulating and it was just ridiculous how y'all really legit got away with burning down a community. A whole community of And it people. took y'all years and years and years to get these people, our people, their just due. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Tulsa has always been a thing. Black Wall Street has always been a thing. Give them people what they're due. Give them, not only them, but the generations of yeah. people. Yeah. 
if you haven't had a chance to watch um, kind of like the documentary on it, mm-hmm. definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. Um, it's so it's powerful because it sheds light on. <clears throat> I guess kind of like the positive of where we were. Okay, so yeah, we were slaves. We were enslaved, but look what we brought right. from that. Look what we were able to do. Then they just strip it away. I saw this other interview where they were interviewing this black woman. And she said, imagine playing Monopoly for 300 years mm-hmm. and never getting a piece to put on a board. Yep. That's how That's the system what is we've set been up. Doing. We've been playing Monopoly for 300 plus years and you never give us the opportunity to put a piece on the board to join you. And then when we finally get a chance to get a piece, you take it away from us. Or figure out something. Or change the rules in the midst of the game. To take, yep, yep. Oh, no. Yep. So this, are, this is the new rule. This is what we're going to do now. Yep. So now we're set back again. Yep. As soon as we think that we finally have a leg in the game or a step up, you just Y'all do it. The and stool. They do it every day with these banks. They do it every day with these banks. Something changes to where minorities cannot get a loan or it, it's just something. Or like even with the credit scores. So... Before the pandemic, we had to be at this to get a loan. After the pandemic, now it's like, oh, everybody has to be at a 720. Half of the people have average-ass credit. They're not going to be at a 720 to be able to get a loan to put that into their business. So they're always creating something that makes it harder and difficult for people to thrive. To get a loan for their business, to get approved for a mortgage. Yes, or if they do approve get, you for the mortgage, they make the, the interest rate so fucking high for you guys to the point where it's just like, man, I don't even want no house. Like, fuck the house, then, if that's the case. That's how some people feel. Like, y'all discourage a lot of people with your rules. There's so many rules. And then you tell these stories about black people being lazy i think that's the one thing that always kind of like strike a nerve yeah like, it should we we're tired we go through it monday through sunday it, it is, is hard exhausting. it is hard and exhausting to be black i love it don't get me wrong but y'all try to make it so hard for us and we are so strong and feet be planted so firmly on the ground. <laughs> but y'all, man, y'all do not let up. We don't get a break. We don't Bam get black. a break. And why are you not tired? At this point, you should just be like, all right, y'all. We try everything in a book to throw at them. Yeah. They're still succeeding. They're still the top of their class. They're still the most people that go to school and get degrees. And that's they're another start in mm-hmm. their own business. The most entrepreneurs out here. Yeah. You tried everything in a book to throw at us and we're still standing. That's why Let I'm kind of be. fearful um, about the Diddy, like his venture, because I see it being so successful, successful to the point where I could see someone trying to do something to destroy it. That's going to be so big for African-Americans with businesses. That's going to be like the digital Black Wall Street or the Black Tulsa. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And I just see someone just coming in, trying to do something 
to destroy it. Because that's basically what it is. It's going to be our virtual Black Wall Street. So that's a it's it's a brilliant idea. Like Diddy, that that really was like is a it's going to be a brilliant thing. It's definitely. But we just have to protect it and watch it at all costs because it's going to be a game changer. That dollar is definitely going to be floating, (laughs) depending on how many people are going to be on here or on there, how many businesses, what what type of what what their what purpose they're going to be serving. We already know the beauty business is booming. Health business is booming since all of this COVID stuff is happening. Everybody loves fashion. So yeah, that's that's going to be our modern day Tulsa, Black Wall Street. And I'm absolutely here for it. I Again, we can do so much when we support each other. And when we can shed light on the different businesses that's out here. If we could only just buy completely by black uh, by black and i just wish that we could find somewhere that has a whole bunch of storefronts and properties that we can just like i, I just i want to be able to go like you know how chinatown has chinatown yeah. you go down south philly that's the italians yeah. like you go to kensington that's like their beach like you just <laughs> i <laughs> I want us to be able to go to a section of the city and y'all say, listen, they are lit down there. It's nothing but black businesses. Nail, nail techs, nail salons, yeah. hair salons, studios, art art galleries. Like I, I just want to live to see that happen for us in every state. Every state needs to have like their own black Wall Street. And I believe that we can make it happen. There's so much real estate going, like realtors and real estate stuff deals going around. Like if we was to put our money together, I really, really think that it can happen. I definitely think that it can happen um, because it happened before. Right. We just have to get ahead of it and make sure that we have everything um, in order because now we're going to need to have our own police. We're going to need to have our own security. We're going to need to have somebody that's on 24 watch at all times. Yeah, because again, we've seen what they did to Tulsa. We've seen what they did with the Move movement. They have been able to destroy us. The Move movement had me so upset, like that for y'all, years. They just, had me so upset, and I just mm. cannot understand why all of these years later this is still a thing. But I would love to be able to go in my own city and walk down an avenue, right? Completely black-owned businesses, schools. Banks, libraries, libraries. Because I want my library to be full of black authors, okay, and not the Arthur with the glasses and DW authors. <laughs> like, <laughs> I that's I I just I want to see black nurses. I want to see black doctors. I want to see people that look like me. I was just having a conversation with um, my client yesterday at the salon, and she's an older lady, and I love her to death. She's a new client. And she was talking about um, OBGYNs and I was telling her how I had um, a black doctor like probably three or four years ago and she moved to Delaware. And I was so upset about that because she was a doctor that really, really cared, like really cared. She would text me and call me. I don't know if you're supposed to do these things, but (laughs) I'm not I'm not dropping her name or whatever. She would call me and text me. 
and say, you know, eat this or don't take this or don't take too much of this or this medicine has this in it and this is not good for you. Like she used to go down the line and really be like, listen, you're young. So I want you to be yada, yada, yada and do this and do more of this. Like, or if it was something that she was supposed to um, prescribe, she was like, no, I'm not going to prescribe that because they had such and such in it and you don't need that in your body. So go and get, take this or eat this or drink this tea. Like she legit was a whole vibe and she really, really cared. And you don't have that. You don't have too many doctors that look like us. It. It's really That really, really it. care. Like it's crazy. So I would love to see more of that. Like if we can have like a whole, we just gotta, we gotta be more disciplined we have to be more willing to sit down and not be so competitive. Like it, it's just, it, it's going to have to be like a whole mental mind shift for us to get to where our ancestors were. I think it comes from the teaching. If you can teach us who we are and where we come from, then we can see the possibility. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know that you're capable of doing these things, it's going to seem like, oh, that's out of that world. We can never do that. We can never become that. But we were that. We did it. It's been done before. So it really comes with the teaching. And like you said, a whole mind shift. Because ultimately, we stem and we start from a place of trauma. Yes, we've known that we were kings and queens and we all originated from Africa. But we also were taught and learned the traumatic and constant, the constant traumatic history inside of everything mm-hmm. so it's like oh yeah there was a Tulsa oh but they bombed Tulsa so maybe we shouldn't right you know maybe we shouldn't do that because all they're gonna do is try to kill us oh there were slaves oh some slaves did escape some oh but there were escapes that um slaves that died like it's always a like a downside of it it's we just yeah it's just it's gonna have to be a lot of mental like a mental shift it really is but we we most definitely can do it we can definitely do it and i think we are the we are the generation that can really really make it happen because you know we the no nonsense type of generation to begin with anyway i think our generation and i'm not just saying it because i'm a part of it but i think that our generation is one of the most important generations yeah Um, definitely the one that's going to invoke change I think that we need to extend our hand <laughs> to the generation that is after us and embrace them and pull them in like, oh, we can get more accomplished together. And then I need a generation. They're kind of different. They are. They're extremely different. And I need a generation before us not to be so stubborn. Yeah, because that's our mom generation. And they, don't baby. Be, uh, they, they are so. Woo, woo. They, don't, <laughs> they don't be understanding nothing. I'm like, you want me to do what for how many years and get a pension? <laughs> they don't understand. I think this comes from being stuck for so mm-hmm. long and the religion, um, oh, the it plays politics. A, it plays a major part. It plays a major part. If you have not had the opportunity, just take a second and hold a conversation with someone in your family that. If you have the mental capacity to do so, I don't want nobody to be mentally (laughs) and emotionally prepared to talk to them. I just try to have a conversation again, talking about black people being brought into trauma. And I'm just like, you know, therapy may be a great solution. 
their response to me was, well, you see white people go to therapy and it's not helping them. I said that right there, they succeeded because they got you to believe that Mm -hmm. that's something that you don't need. They got you to believe that that's something for crazy people. They got you to believe that that's something for rich white people. Yeah. Your mental health is the root of everything. If you're done mentally, you cannot, you can't function after that. Nope. So the generation before us, please be open to us sharing our experiences with you. I'm not saying that you have to accept it, but just be open to the idea of at least hearing us out. And it never gets to the point of them here. It's plenty of conversations that I'll have with my mom and she doesn't even listen because she's too busy responding. And I've realized that she doesn't understand they don't understand. She can't, she can't wrap her brain around what I'm saying is not clicking to her because of their upbringing. She had a whole conversation with me about vaccines and vaccines. Oh, well, you work here and you do this and you're around these people. And oh, my goodness, you're going to be the first person to go. Um, first of all, mom, <laughs> you, had, you get your flu shot every year and you still get the flu. So <laughs> I don't. I don't know what we're talking about here. I don't know what we're talking about here. Same thing goes back with the college. Yes, I'm a college grad. You're a college grad. We thought that the American dream was the way to go. Unfortunately, it was the way to go for some people. If you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, surgeon, whatever. Yeah. But for me and what I wanted to do, it was a waste of money. I didn't have to do it. Yeah. Her. Oh, why don't you go back? You about to pay for this? Because we already had 70 cases. You've got to pay for this. Well, God said, <laughs> what if he you say? just step out <laughs> on faith, he going to take care of all of it. Oh, all right. Those loans that you think is going to hold you back? Uh-huh. Mm-mm, don't even worry about that. Don't just worry give about it, them. Give it to God, girl. It's above you. I'm going to make sure I tell the student loan people when they start them paintings back up in September day. I'm going to call them on the phone and tell them that. I'm like, my friend said... No, that's what y'all. my mama said. <laughs> I never say no dumb shit like that. <laughs> what, girl? Oh, I know how right. it was. I'm about to say, oh, no, I'm and, and they, and they going to say, ma'am, you sure God didn't say a deferment? <laughs> and I wholeheartedly believe in God. I'm a believer. Me too. But certain things just... Common sense. We got so comfortable with using Christianity as a crutch. Yep. yep. And it became um, kind of like a, I don't even know how to say it, like a way to not do what we're supposed to do, if that makes sense. Or not use your brain. It kind of like, can you still believe in God and have common sense? It kind of confuses me. You say that to them and they damn church hats will fly off. Don't say fly. that to my eye. It will fly clean off, okay? Clean off. I will never forget the conversation I had with my aunt <laughs> when I told her, well, I asked her rather. I said, well, what do Jesus look like? And I was probably like a teenager. Like, well, what, what do he look like? Is he white or is he black? She was like, white. I'm like, well, how is he white and we black? And we, <laughs> and we are created in his image. Make like, it make sense. I, Somebody help me. <laughs> they don't want you and to ask got, questions. She got so upset. So upset. You already told you that he white. I'm like, 
it doesn't add up to me. And then when I got to college, because, you know, my college was Christian based, I asked the professor who also was a pastor. And that's when he said, oh, he has woolly hair and he was going into all the details of what he looked like. And I, I said, well, how do you know what he looks like? And I wasn't being disrespectful. I legit wanted to know. We never seen this man. We don't even know if he is a man. What do he look like? And how do you know? He like, cause in here in the Bible, it says, well, who wrote it? Who wrote it? How who many years it? ago? And how I'm not being smart. I legit have questions. When you read a book, it has the author written down at the bottom or in, inside of the book. I, I just want to know who wrote it, who helped them. And if well, I'm going to tell you who was all over there. So <laughs> Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John decided to meet up with the other homies. And they said, you know what? We're just going to tell the story. Oh, We're going to tell the story, the beginning and the end, and all that happens. And they oh. said, here, they put it all in the book. They said, we're going to use it. We're going to control the masses. And mm-hmm. this is how the world is going to go. Now, me personally, I always ask the question, before we got here, before we was introduced to Christianity, Thank what you. were we doing? How were we worshiping? How were we praising? What were we doing before we and got here? And I know there? for a fact it wasn't that. My mother loses her shit when <laughs> I say, I said, listen, you come into this house, you're going to smell the sage. You do what you do in your house, I do what I do at my house. Completely different. See, oh, you're a devil worshiper. No. I've heard that too. I've heard that too. I'm just really inclined to my, I'm, I'm tapped into my spirituality. And the, it was somebody at the shop when I was talking about stage because my friend, shout out to 10 Candles, Jaleesa, she makes candles and stuff and, and she infuses her candles with crystals and stuff. So the lady was like, oh, that's witchcraft, that's voodoo. But I told her, you know, voodoo has such a negative connotation on it, right. but they practice voodoo Back in the day, that's what our ancestors used to practice. That and other that would that were that was their religions. They had different religions before we adopted Christianity, before we were brought over here. So I know that's not what we that wasn't the only thing. I'm gonna say the only thing that we were practicing, right. because I'm sure there were probably some Christians before you know we were brought a lot of people were practicing that. But there were also other religions, religions and spiritual practices that we were practicing. And now it's frowned upon. And it's just like, you're talking about my sage and my crystals, but y'all up here drinking Jesus' blood. What in the craft? Now that, oh, I made that comment and I was just removed from the family. Like, I don't know like, if I'm allowed to Thanksgiving dinner anymore at this point. Which y'all is so up bad. here eating stale cookie crackers with crosses on them that he died on. So I, again, I identify as Christian. I believe, but I just, a part of me still believe that we're missing some parts of the story. I, I like don't to think say I'm story, spiritual. I don't think the story was told to us correctly. I've been brought up in church my whole life. Me too. And it does something to me spiritually too. When I, when I go, I feel amazing. It, I feel great. But it does I just think for me. that the story was not told correctly. And I think that it was manipulated to convince us of how we should be. You know, it was just I'm, a tool. And I don't think it was told to us correctly. It was a tool to keep our ancestors in line. And you know why I, I'm not going to say I don't like it. I'm a very spiritual person. I pray every day, every single day. Don't know who I'm talking to or what they look like, but I know it's something there. 
Um, but yeah, I pray I'm very spiritual, but the whole Bible thing lost me. First of all, y'all made me get up in the morning. Y'all made me go to church on Saturdays. Y'all made me go to church on Sundays. Sometimes I went during the week. I had to wear these long ass dresses and sing on the choir that I didn't want to sing on. Y'all, that generation just forced kids to do so much. We ain't had no say so much shit. Then y'all made me eat these crackers and Welch's juices. Then I had to listen to the pastor. Then I read in the book somewhere how about how it didn't like gays and I'm not gay or anything like that, but I have friends who are. And I just think that if we are supposed to be a loving and accepting religion, how is certain stuff like that frowned upon? That's not loving people. That's not loving your neighbor. I just think that religions wouldn't practice hate. And that's a form of hate to me. I never agreed with it. And that's, it's the same goes in other religions too. I've studied other religions. I've been, you know, well, you know, I don't have to name it, but yeah, it's the same thing. Like you getting stoned and stuff for being who you are. And I just can't get with stuff like that. And then I also think that is a means to separate and divide people. People get so upset when this person is Jewish and this person is Muslim and this person is Christian. and Oh, you can't do this because that's not a Jewish something, something. Like, it's just too much going on that I just don't like. If it's just supposed to be a loving and spiritual connection with a higher power, why can't it just be that? Why does God have to have so many different names and not just be God? Like, why do we have to get so... I remember I was in an argument with somebody and they're like, oh, it's called, he's called this. God is called God. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. When I pray, I don't say Jesus. I say God. <laughs> when I'm talking, I say God. I say, excuse me, Jesus. Can you move over so I can talk to God? Exactly. <laughs> In the words of Maya. All right. right. Like, it's, it, people just, ah, uh, they make it. It makes it very so complex. Complex and complicated. Like, why does it have to be this? constant battle and tug of war when it comes to religions why can't we all just be loving peaceful and happy the hell is going on on earth all right i don't get it but when you bring up christianity to your grandmama or your grandmama friends or the old church congregation they go ballistic when you gotta ask questions you gotta be prepared you have to be prepared I know my professor probably didn't want to see my face after that, even though he gave me a 94. You ain't had no choice but to give me a 94. I did my work. It's just that I had to ask challenging questions because I was at a point in my life where I was hella confused. I'm in a Christian-ass college. (laughs) Don't know how I got there, why I'm there. And not to mention at the time I was practicing Islam. So I was just all over the place at that time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm only here because the tuition <laughs> was affordable. I had a half a scholarship. Like, you ain't here Muslim asking Christian Christian questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you have to go. Go on that spiritual journey and go on that journey to really figure out. I'm still what, on the what, journey. But like, at my, time, myself too. And the older I get, the more questions that I have. Right. And... That older generation, they make it really uncomfortable to even ask those questions. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it makes them uncomfortable because they don't know the answer or if it makes them uncomfortable because they actually just sat there and they thought about it and they like, wait, that don't, that doesn't add up. Both of them. The both. Both of them. Both of them. I haven't lost anything 
uh, by being a Christian. I don't believe that I've lost anything by that. I think I've gained more than what I could ever lose. I just don't use it as a crutch. I don't use it as a means And their generation does. Oh, they they do. They do. I can their call with does. A, a, a major crisis. And the first thing is... Give it to God. Give it to God. Did you pray about it? No, like the crisis is right here. It's not to say... I'm going to get to that, but tell right. me what... Something's happening right yep. now and I need, you know, some answers. But I pray. I pray often. Um, I pray to God. I mean, God I has worked wonders in my life. Yes. I'm not going to sit here and say that it hasn't, but... I, I also have, think I the work, questions. the work went with it. It's just like when Faith I was in the hospital. Dead. You can't have... Dead. You have to have it. You have dead. to work. Dead. Dead. It's just like... I think that like my grandma, <laughs> my grandma, because I was trying to figure out if I wanted to tell a little bit of the story. My grandma, for instance, she was a diabetic. And one time she was going into a diabetic check. Because one thing about me, I always got to make some shit funny that's not supposed to be funny. So I had to think about it before I told the story. So she was about to go into a diabetic shop. And She's sitting there and I'm like, you could tell that it was starting. It was starting. So I'm up there trying to grab orange juice, grab sugar, because you know you're supposed to mix it, shake it up, and mm-hmm. make it drink it. So I'm trying to get to her before she start getting going off. Cause she go when she go off, it, it if you ever experience somebody going into a diabetic shock, they start talking and it goes somewhere else. So instead of her getting up and like trying to get orange juice because we were in the kitchen she starts praying so i'm looking like oh so we're gonna take the time to pray no offense god we're gonna take the time to fucking pray but we're not gonna take the time to mix the orange juice with the sugar so i had to do it (laughs) meanwhile she like talking to speaking in tongues praying the whole night i'm like bruh like you just said that it's dropping and your eyes are going but you're still praying I just think that they, I don't know where the logic comes from when you're like, it's like, no, get the orange juice, drink it with the sugar. Once everything's go back to normal, we check. Then you pray to God and say, thank you, God, for allowing me to be able to mix this sugar with this one. Thank you, God, for letting this be the, 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 whatever, the potion to to bring me back to whatever. The order of operation doesn't. Yeah, like I, I just. What did our good, good girlfriend Erica say? Most intellectuals do not believe in God, but they fear is just the same. I mean, I don't know. I, I could never understand. And it. I guess I'm just the intellectual because I, I know I believe in God now. Don't get me wrong, but I have to question everything because nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Okay, it doesn't make sense, and I think you will be much further ahead if. The only reason why Harriet Tubman was able to free people was not only because she was religious and she believed in God and she was a Christian, but the work of it all. She knew that in order to free these people, I got to walk through these woods without shoes on or with shoes on or wear this to to ward off the dogs or, you know, I got to follow this star to lead these people to freedom like she did the work do you think she would have freed people in herself had she just been sitting in that cabin praying 
God's going to come and get us. He can't come get you if you ain't going nowhere. He cannot. (laughs) Friend, come through. Like, (laughs) he cannot get you to freedom. You can't be free swinging in a damn chair. (laughs) She had to get up and do the work to get these people to freedom. So I don't know why our grandparents... (laughs) are so stuck on just praying and not getting up. That's like me praying my way out of diabetes or high blood pressure, but I'm still fucking up Popeye's chicken. And you still fucking up the chicken. Like- Make it make Make it make sense. It doesn't. (laughs) doesn't. You can't pray your way out of debt and you still messing with the credit card. And you still swiping the cards, my nigga. Like what is going on? I can't, you know, I used to be like, God is going to, I'm going to meet this really amazing man. But I'm like, girl, you don't like to go outside. What do you think he's just going to knock on your you door? You don't like to go outside. You don't like to go outside. How, who the hell you going to meet besides Hank? The mailman. It's just the mailman <laughs> at this point. You, your bathroom, your four walls, your Ugg slippers, your girl, your, your 30-inch weed. Where are you going? Looking good in the house. Just sitting there looking like... Talking about something you want to meet somebody. I mean, unless you went to online dating. But, like, again... You have to put the work in. You have to meet God halfway. I don't understand it. He's going to prepare the table before y'all, but y'all at least got to give him a table Bruh, to you put gotta, the blessings on. You got to pull up to the table first. Pull up. Pull up on him. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I just don't like our oh god. I will never understand it. But then again, it's like for me not to understand. I have to understand that that is just their generation. But I find myself clashing with my elders because I'm trying to explain to them that that's not it. Y'all should have been questioning this a long time ago. I think the concept of not understanding is how they weigh their faith. I don't have to understand it because I have faith. Whereas right. though we're trying to understand it kind of to justify our faith. Like, why do I have faith in him? I need, I need to explain it to you where they, they don't want to give an explanation. It's just, I have faith. It's going to happen. And it's like but a lot we of ask shit. questions. We need to know. I need, I needed to be able to make sense on paper. I need mm-hmm. to be able to read it and have it add up. They don't need that. They've come from a space and a place where it's just presented to them and they'll just take it because they were never told to ask questions. Right. You don't ask questions. You do as I tell you. So you have your mom and her mom and her mom or dad just telling you, no, that's what I said. I used to get popped in the mouth for that when I would say, why? Why? But it wouldn't be for smart shit. <laughs> but like, why? Well, why do they do that? <laughs> Poop. Well, why the hell did I just get smacked? <laughs> Boop, boop. <laughs> and then you'll pass it to your children like and then people will pass it on well because i'm adult and i said so it's no, like no give, that child a give them a, yes to ask that question and get the explanation so don't stop their curiosity because that's that's all you do that's all you do and you shun them away from asking questions once they get older they grow up not wanting to ask anything because it's traumatic have it's traumatic unless stop it's traumatic, man. Trauma. Back to the guy that said, we're too far removed. No, we're not too far removed. We're at a good space right now where we can take what was before us and try to change it. Mm-hmm. No, the money cannot change everything that happened, but it definitely can give us a good start. 
Yeah. It can give us a do-over, a chance to correct the past. It can give us a do-over only if we're, we have to be at the the space to be able to handle it. Because if you don't know how to handle money, it's just going to go and then you're going to be buying $20,000 chains. Like the man and getting robbed. Okay. But instead of getting robbed by the people at the gas station, you're going to be getting robbed from Uncle Sam and everybody else that been robbing. We have to be able to handle the money. So it needs to be, that's the only thing that I'll say needs to come with some type of restriction. Y'all do this financial literacy program. You know, we will release these funds to you guys. Reparations. I think that should be the same thing. I think something like that should already be in place now when people receive government assistance. It's not. And it should. I don't think that you should just give people these things and just watch them misuse them because they don't know. It's not like they're doing it on purpose, but they legitimately may not know know healthy eating. They may legitimately legitimately not know that you're supposed to get annual checkups Mm -hmm. and get invented. Like sometimes we just don't know because we were not taught it. And that's how they do for like the first time homeowners. Like you have to do a workshop. You have to take the classes before you can get into that program. It needs to be the same thing all around with everything else. So that people know. I just, you know, I don't I don't know where we started at in this topic, but this is how we ended. <laughs> I, I don't even know where it came from, but <laughs> the Lord, I guess the Lord or God said it was on our hearts. <laughs> so we had to speak it for you guys. But yeah, I that was that was that. I don't even know the point that was trying to be made, but it's all right. Shut up. I was just thinking, like, where were we going with that? I don't even know. I don't know, but hopefully somebody receives something from the world. Yeah. From the 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 world. From the the world or the word? (laughs) Both. (laughs) The word is in the world. And I hope that. Oh, condo shot. Because God may just be using us, you know? Now, God, you already know I'm tight. Don't. I would say don't use me, but you can go ahead and use me because <laughs> I am not the highest strain of weed in a dispensary for you to be using. Oh. But I'm going to let you use me if that's what you want to do, God. All right. I'm sure you can use better, but it's all right. <laughs> because he can use you to meet the people that may be where you are. You're right. You're right. That's all There's right. somebody out here. Yeah. In the Christian school. That's Muslim. <laughs> that was me. With some Jewish grandparents. It's, okay. It's a thing. With it's some a Jewish thing. grandparents. Okay. That was me. Up there looking crazy. He probably was looking at me and I'm looking at him like, well, well how do you know what he looks like? Well, ma'am, why are you here? Huh? Because it was partially free. <laughs> and this is, this is another thing. And I'm just going to say this and I'm going to leave it here. For all of my... <laughs> <laughs> I dare you guys to go find a picture of black Jesus and take oh. down your grandma that's up every I have never oh so you want them to die friend I have never stepped foot in a black household somebody's grandma black household that does not have the last supper picture I can identify it I can now see it. Now, I'm not going to hold you, but 
in this house, my mom legit had the last supper picture with Malcolm X and all of them at the supper table, which was a vibe. Cause uh, that's know? a vibe. My grandma <laughs> has the white one. But she had black Santa Claus. So she gave me a mixture. She said, okay, Jesus got to be white, but Santa Claus to be black. I said, oh, oh, oh great, grandma. I'm just giving okay. me the black Santa. He got to be the one who works and drops right. off toys. He got to be the one up okay. all night trying to make right. sure everybody got what they need. Oh, it's just slavery all over again. Slavery all over again. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that. She did have that up. Um, but every time you saw shows like Good Times... You always saw her looking up at that white man. And I just thought to myself, damn, damn, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I don't know. Imagine I don't know. It. I don't know why I picture Martin's mother. <laughs> oh, because he did too. And she was in a church. When I saw she was right. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was good times, but why am I picturing uh, Mama Payne? <laughs> <laughs> Down the aisle. Oh, God. Yeah, they just thought that. And still to this day, listen, they will tell you that that man is white. White Jesus. And Jesus like, look at these fools. What they talk about? And black Jesus probably like, look at these niggas. Just out here, nigga. Just black. (laughs) Matter of fact, I'm a woman. (laughs) The plot thickens. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm a woman. Listen to the story. Jesus is the son of God. He was born from Mary. Mary is a virgin. Right. First of all, they lost me at the Holy Trinity. <laughs> I got lost. Okay. I could just hear my now saying, oh my God. Oh my God. Why would you say that? I got lost at the Holy Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I said, oh shit, what is going on now with God? It's four of them. <laughs> <laughs> and again and again guys i'm christian i believe in god and i'm spiritual don't get I, your I still believe in, all god. in a bunch no you can get your panties in a bunch i really don't care because you ain't gotta listen but <laughs> i'm spiritual and i still believe in god she's christian and she believes in god very much so i'm very much so christian in my spirituality i'm not really religious i'm more so spiritual but you know She'll go to church. I will too. I was supposed to go there today, matter of fact. My friend's church was having a grand reopening, but the way that the recording was set up and my body was set up, it just, God knows my heart. That's one thing. He knows my heart. He knows it. And my and my friends knows my ways. <laughs> so I may say I'm going to be somewhere, have good intentions and don't make it. It's all right. <laughs> It's all right. All right, what we got? Um, question from our DP. DP, are you with me? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See, here we go again with the church. <laughs> here we go. All right, I'm going to just read to um, the best present someone ever gave you and why was it so special? I don't fucking know. Um. Let's give. Oh. Mm, that's a good one. I don't. Oh, you know what? All right. I'm kind of sort of lying. My friend gave me an engraved 
watch, a fossil watch. I didn't know that fossil lets you do like customization, engraving type of thing. But he gave me a watch and it said win for win. And I thought that that was a cool gift. Um, it wasn't for like a birthday or anything. He just gave me a gift. And I thought it was cool because everybody, anybody that knows my dad know that we call him win and not will. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Like win for win, you know, win for win. It was like a good little wordplay. And it was a thoughtful gesture. That's I can so nice. I can say that was like a, a good special gift. Even though I don't wear it, I should wear it. I'm not wear it. I always wear my Apple Watch. Apple, I'm not even gonna get started. Okay. Because um, <laughs> I always have to wear a watch. And I try so hard when I get dressed not to wear my Apple Watch. I always wear my but Apple I Watch. I can't help it. I just I cannot it, help it. Me neither. I just feel like it needs to be there in case I lose my phone. I could tap the button and find it. Like I, or I can look at my messages without pulling my phone out of my pocketbook. I just, you know, my Apple Watch is just it's a part of me. I'm still trying to think the best gift. I've got you. So you have a lot of gifts, girl. I, you know, I really am showered with gifts. I have so you many are. great things. I just cannot. Which one of them were the most special, like thoughtful to you? It has to be one. You have a lot. Oh, I don't know. Um, it has to be one. It's no way. I'm trying to think of something that I received recently. It's no way. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know. Everything to me, and I'm so dramatic. Everything is just so, <laughs> everything is just so, so amazing to me. I love everything. So I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to that one. I want a smoothie. <laughs> so random. I'm sorry. I just thought I was a smoothie. I want a tropical smoothie. No, I don't want you to think about it. I want you to think of one. Well, the first thing that popped into my head was, and to me, it was a gift. I think when my mother decided to take a gamble and co-sign on my student loans. Okay. So I think, I still think about that till today. Like, you know, because I I, I can't see me co-sign on nobody, no. So. Oh, not at all. I think that that was, hopefully, I always say, hopefully my mom thinks that she got a return on her investment. I hope she's proud. So oh, that's about, huh? If she's my mom, she, <laughs> she, cause <laughs> Yo, my, my mom, mom, my mom hypes me up. My mom hyped me up when I'm not around, but when, when I'm, I'm not around, around, she really be like, when I'm around baby, I be feeling like the scum under my slide. <laughs> like, Bruh, did I make a good life decision? Like, did you not like my educational choices? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes she'll call and say, well, well, why won't you go back to school and just become a doctor? So, you know, so, you know, the crazy thing is I, you know, and now everybody else knows that I'm going back to school, but I have not told my mother and I'm not going to tell her I'm going to wait till I graduate being as though I only got like a year of some change and I'm going to wait till graduation to tell her. (laughs) 
not telling her. Hey, mom, like I did a little thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm done now. <laughs> like, <laughs> the thing is over. <laughs> the thing is over. And um, here goes the finished product. Let's walk into this building right here with these things and these people. This is the, yeah. So, yeah. Nah, but... That's that's good because she couldn't have signed for you, and then you know you'd have been struggling. So, yeah, that was what's up. <sighs> My dad did it for me when I was in hair school, and then, but you know what? He did it for me, but the young me didn't understand that when you do financial aid and they ask for your parents' information, even though they're denied, they still give you the money. I didn't yeah. realize that until later. So I think a parent plus loan. So if your parents are denied, right. they still give you like maybe the max then was like two thousand. Two thousand dollars. And yeah. that's all I needed. Like that was the rest that I needed. And I didn't understand it at the time. So once I was done here school, he kept saying, Yeah, I gotta uh pay your loan back. I gotta pay your loan back. And then I think one time he made like the last payment. He was like, I just finished paying the loan back. And I was sitting there like, Well, what loan were you paying? Because I had financial aid and he was like, no, I had to pay back $2,000 so you could finish. And I'm like, oh shit. Thanks, dad. And then ever since he would always say, oh, I'm now I'm going to get you a hair salon. I'm going to get you a hair salon. So no, the parents, y'all definitely looked out with that. Cause even though I was the one doing all of my like financial aid paperwork and I had to do that on my own. Cause my mom didn't know how I still didn't understand like the logistics of it. Like, yeah. You know, where the money was coming from and... Oh, it's just free money out here. They just giving it away. Girl, I, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> and then don't let me get a refund check. I really thought I was rich and wealthy. Not doing what I was supposed to do for it. So yep. I guess that was good. And then the last, <laughs> the last question. So we, if you had to be on a network, would it be LSN? Or Black Effect. Ellison is Loudspeaker Network. And Black Effect, of course, is Uncle Shar's network. So if we had to be on one or the other, which one would it be? Speak it into the universe. I'm sorry. What's the first one? Ellison. Ellison is the one. What? <laughs> A lot of people are on that network. They are. That, but that you know where to. Network Molly and Aquafina is on? Where where Molly and Aquafina will be, Uncle Shar, we will be with the Black Effect Network, okay? I'm going to speak it. to speak it, speak From it. my lips, to God's ears, to Uncle Charlotte's ears. <laughs> we want to be down like Brandy, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to tell it to my grandma because she got time to pray about it. <laughs> That ain't supposed to be funny. That ain't supposed to be funny, but it's okay. So I'm, I'm just saying. Um, we can wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up. Well, you know, let's just wrap it up. Right. <laughs> wrap it up. So today we supported a black business, and that business is Hero Moving Company, cargo and freight family owned and operated business. So okay. A lot of times I hear people say, this is why I don't support a black business. This is why, when I say you support your black businesses, and mm-hmm. this was one of the most professional, organized, polite, everything you look for in the business, they were there. I oh, that's right. <clears throat> hired them to move some things out that I needed to be moved, and mm-hmm. they did an amazing, amazing job. So if you are looking for a company, 
to move, move you in, move you out, whatever you yeah. need, please look into Hero Moving Company, LLC. Hit them up. Hit them up, y'all. Follow right. them on a gram, Hero Moving Company. All right. Let's wrap it up, friend. All right. So that wraps up episode 13. As always, thank you, thank you, and thank you. And be sure to light your sage, clutch your crystals, and do your thicky, 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 thicky kegels. <laughs> <laughs> a joke. I'm a fucking joke. A joke, a joke. <laughs>